Welcome to this week's edition of Mountain Outhouse News. I'm your host, Jam Jam. This is the craziest to happen in running this week. This week's stories include a massive across the years redux, the most official hundreds in a year, and the Western States field gets more stacked. Welcome back after a one week hiatus, the first we've ever taken here at Outhouse News. We were busy moving to a new office after almost four years at our previous one, holding the first ever across the years 10 day, and myself participating in the ATY last person standing event. I'm excited to be back, so let's get right into the news. Let's start right away with across the years. To ring in the 2020s, it was quite a couple of weeks out in Phoenix, Arizona at Camelback Ranch. A slew of races, including fixed time, a 100 miler, a 200 miler, and last person standing all took place on a 1.04 mile loop in a literal festival of running. There was even a midnight wedding on New Year's and an underwear, underwear beer mile to boot. In the premier 10-day event, we saw some amazing performances including the overall win from Annabelle Hepworth of Australia who covered 740 miles in what is the second best female 10-day of all time according to her. And second was Jess Mullen tied with Van Fan with 622 miles. The top male was Philip Eberts with 660, followed by Leonid Atasca of Belarus with 628, and third, John Geisler with 600. Geisler was on track for the 10-day Around the Clock Award, which means he'd have to do a lap every hour of the race and cross the mat. Well, he was all good up until literally the final night when he missed a lap in the 2 a.m. hour. So incredibly close, John. That'll be back. So what else? The last person standing event was the first of its kind with a 15 minute per loop format instead of an hour. I jumped in along with 17 others with really no idea what to expect. There were eight of us left after the 100 mile mark in 24 hours. That dwindled down to just three of us after 30, myself, Anthony Tadajewski, and Maya Detmer. After a couple more hours, Maya called it and I pulled out at the 32 hour mark, leaving Anthony as the victor after 32 hours, 15 minutes and 135 miles. It was honestly really tough event, but one that I'm already looking fondly back on. I'll for sure be back next year and vow not to let it end before 48 hours is up. Who's with me? Other big names came up a bit short in their events. Camille stopped at 100K. Ian Sharman pulled the plug on his fast 100 at the mile 50 mark. Your 24 hour winner was Chris Pope with 141.45 miles. Chevet Breslin first for women with 117. A huge standout in the sixth day was an incredible performance by Etta Bauer, who at age 75 covered 309 miles, placing third. Not satisfied, she returned a couple days later to knock out another 100 in the fixed distance race in 35 hours, 12 minutes. Also a shout out to 77-year-old David Blaylock with a 29-hour, 43-minute finish in the 100-miler. That race was won by Ryan Kaiser in 1523, with the ladies' winner being Amy Mower in 2110. Hope to see you next year back in the desert to ring in 2021. And the ATY news wouldn't be complete without mentioning Walter Hanloser. If you recall, he kicked off his half hundred hundreds journey at ATY at the start of the year and returned for a double, knocking out two 100s in the final days of the year and completing his goal of running 50 official 100s in a single calendar year. Just wow. Walter entered two different 48 hour races and completed his first in 22.04 and second in 38.48. Awesome work, Walter. Also shout out, who was also at ATY, Michael Ortiz, whom from the looks of it is now up to 58 consecutive weekends of running 100 miles, 
without any sign of slowing down. I believe the only difference between him and Walter is that he has some runs that are not official races, although he did run 100 miles. If anyone has any more info on Michael's accomplishments, love to hear them. He's calling it appropriately enough, the game of hundos. The Ultra Runners of the Year are now being revealed day by day from Ultra Running Magazine. Here are the first few. In 10th, Amanda Basham and Jason Schlarb. 9th, Matt Daniels and Katie Scheid. 8th, Addie Bracey and Mark Hammond. 7th, Olivier LeBlond and Io Wang. And 6th, Brittany Peterson and Tim Tollefson. Stay tuned for a more in-depth look at the top five next week. Also counting down are the FKTs of the year. We begin this week with number five. There was a tie between two women's efforts, Rachel Entrickin's Wonderland Trail and the Rainier Infinity Loop by Caitlin Gerben and Alex Borsik. For the men, it was Andre Michaud's Colorado Trail. Well, if these are number five, I can't wait to see what beat these out. Ahead of the first golden ticket race of the year for Western States, the Bandera 100K in Texas, the 10, yes, 10 spots given to top-ranked ITRA athletes through the Ultra Trail World Tour that will be joining the 2020 Western States field are as follows. Six women, including Lucy Bartholomew of Australia, Luza Luzia Bueller of Switzerland, Kelly Emerson of Australia, Keely Henninger of the US, Camille Heron of the US, and Audrey Tengai of France. For the men, it's Hayden Hawks and Tim Tollefson of the US, Tom Owens of Great Britain, and Sebastian Spieler of France. Okay, I get all these UTWT entrants. My personal opinion is these should be saved for international runners only. I think it's a heck of a lot more fun and a better storyline to have these US athletes race their way in. Honestly, and maybe it's just personal, but it'd be a much more fun storyline to watch Hayden Hawks race his way in via Black Canyon versus him just being handed a spot. No doubt, will be fun to watch these stout athletes line up in June, but I think earning it by racing is much more fun. Okay, end rant. Speaking of golden tickets, keep an eye out for the Bandera 100K. We'll see some of the following athletes earn their way in. Eric Sensman will be back in the hunt alongside Alex Nichols. They've battled before at Black Canyon back in 2018. Justin Grunewald will be throwing down as well as Buck Blankenship, who was second at Mogollon Monster last year. Keep an eye on newcomer Andrew Bayless, newest member of the Aero Viper Racing Team and the Bellis Brotherhood, who smoked the McDowell Mountain Frenzy 50K in 338 last month. For the ladies, the field is full of golden ticket contenders, including past Western States champ Kat Bradley, also Elsa McDonald, Amanda Basham, Rhea Koble, and Charlie McKee going to be a fun one to watch. Results next week. More big entrance lists for 2020, including results from the UTMB lottery. Let's see. Just about damn near everybody. For the ladies, Courtney DeWalter returns, Beth Pascal, Stephanie Halviolet, Caitlin Gerben, Ragna DeBots, Azara Garcia, aka Azara Storm, Andrea Huser, Mimi Kotka, Hillary Allen, just to name a few. Wow. Kapal Kapel is back, Xavier Thevnard, Francois Den, Jim Walmsley, Zach Miller, Ludovic Pomerat, Min Ki, Tim Tollefson, and so many more. One name left off the list, poor Killian Jornet. He chimed in on Twitter he'll be missing the big show due to lack of qualifying points. I guess focusing on the Golden Trail World Series in 2019 left him with too few ultras 
to collect the requisite points. Bummer, since he also pulled out from Hard Rock, which he had been into in prior to the cancellation. That would have been a rollover for him had he stayed in closer until race day. What are Killian's 2020 plans anyways? We don't yet know, but we sure hope to find out soon. Speaking of Hard Rock, they sent out a survey to partners and runners alike this past week, asking some questions and feedback about possible field size increases. Is the Hard Rock board considering adding slots to the esteemed race? Just maybe. Be sure to check your email inbox for the link to voice your opinion. Galen Rupp, formerly of Nike Oregon Project and pupil of the now sanctioned Alberto Salazar, apparently will now be coached by Mike Smith. Smith, based out of Flagstaff, Arizona, is the head coach at Northern Arizona University and has been part of the Flagstaff running community for a long time. He'll be guiding Rupp towards the Olympic trials coming up next month. Our dope of the week goes out to Wilson Kipsang, who was provisionally suspended this week for whereabouts failures and apparently tampering with samples. Details haven't been released on the accusation, but this ain't looking good for the fast marathoner. If you aren't familiar, Kipsang was the bronze medalist at the 2012 Olympic marathon and broke the world record in Berlin back in 2013 with a 2.03.23. That's all I got. And with that, thanks for tuning in to episode 178 of Outhouse News. The show would not be possible without the support of our Patreon contributors who help with the production of this show each and every week. Join the Patreon crew at the link below for as little as $2 per month. Huge shout out to our $50 level supporters, Squirrels Not Butter, Brian Sands, Base Medical Ultra Marathon Medical Care Online Course, Ultra Trail Blazers, Sean Trujillo, and the Twisted Fork Ultra out of Park City, as well as our $25 level supporters, Bluebird Running Company, Josh Goldstein, Carrie Savage, Renee Feint, Casey Carter, and Jeff Holbrook. Thanks for checking out the show, and we'll see you next time. If you have crazy stories to share or question or feedback for the show, please leave a comment below. And finally, if you'd like to own this custom pair of Jam Jam's hot, hot sunglasses, Complete with a signed certificate of authenticity, check out the link in the description. Have a shitty week.